Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul CEO Podcast. This is episode 19, and I am Rachel Picard, your host. And today we're diving into the first analogy, the first piece of personal development that I ever heard in business. And I think that it's going to give you some aha moments here today. Now, if you're new to this podcast, smash that subscribe button. Make sure that you leave a five-star rating and a review. Today, I want to highlight one of our subscribers, Tanya M. Binder, who said, Rachel is authentic and real. This is on Apple Podcasts. She said, five stars. I know Rachel from following her on social media. When I think of her, I think Jesus lover, follower to the core, real and honest, knowledgeable, courageous leader, positive example of a godly woman. Mm -hmm. She speaks up about truth and is a voice for the innocent and our country. She's teaching others truth straight from the Bible and shows that we can, show that we can share our faith and be a successful entrepreneur. She's positive, uplifting, and I'm excited to learn from her on her podcast. Congratulations, Rachel, Tanya B. Tanya, thank you so much for that uh, amazing, um, oh, get a little choked up reading that. You guys mean the world to me. It is so awesome knowing that you guys are enjoying these lessons. And uh, if you guys please could leave me another little note, it just means the world. So tag me on social media, tap this, go to Instagram, go to Facebook stories and tag me at Soul CEO. The conversation today, I'm actually going to go to the good word. I'm going to the book, going straight to the Bible, and we're going to be discussing Matthew 13, and if this at all rings a bell, you're going to know the parable of the sower. Now, I've read the Bible straight through. I think I'm on my seventh time now, um, and I had read it before network marketing a little bit. I accepted Christ um, when I was 17 years old in a very interesting fashion. I think that's a kind of, that's probably, it's going to be a whole nother episode on its own. Um, but God will work in mysterious ways. And I grew up as, you know, something that probably kind of went to church on Christmas and Easter. Um, you know, I, I kind of hung out with a lot of kids that were in, you know, in Catholic church. So I'd go to like CCD with them and just kind of wanted to be a part of something. But as I got a little bit older, it kind of felt like I was agnostic. Like I knew something was out there. Uh, but I really didn't know what was there. And it was 17 that had a, a radical conversion. And um so grateful because it's it's obviously changed the course of my eternity. And um just a few years later, I found myself inside of network marketing and legit my first month, I was given a CD back when we had compact discs and back when we had cars that had actually like CD, little CD players, little slits that you'd put them in. And the CD was done by Jim Rohn, who's now passed. He's he's, uh, passed away, I believe, in 2008. And Jim Rohn had a best-selling audio and booklet called how are building your network marketing business, building your network marketing business. And I guys implore you, if you're in direct sales, to go to YouTube, type in Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, and building your network marketing business, and you will find it for free to listen to. Now, if it wasn't copyrighted, I just probably would grab that audio and throw it on here. Um, but I'll do my own justice because I want to share with you guys that when I heard this audio, I listened to it nonstop. I think now I've probably listened to it over a hundred times. I could quote you much of it as I listened to it because it became like this rewiring and almost like a foundational of understanding the the industry of MLM. And what I loved about Jim is that he jokes that he was a you know phenomenal business and a novice at the Bible, but he absolutely um, woven like wove in and weaved in his 
spiritual beliefs in his practices, and he was a very godly man. Um, he, I don't think anybody on the planet ever said a bad thing about Jim Rohn. And in fact, he was unreasonable. One of my uh, mentors, Taylor Worry, says that uh, people that were around him, mentored by him, like the Mark Hughes of Herbalife, etc., said that when Jim Rohn was around, let's say you're in a small group of people, and somebody came up to that little circle, that little huddle, and they were starting to kind of talk crap, <laughs> gossip about somebody else, Jim would actually like turn around and just like leave the circle. Like he was so high level. And I think although he is passed like the word, um, foundational truth, it lives on um, for eternity. And and he he spoke those truths. And I loved how he took things like the parable of the sowers and he brought it into application of business. Now, when we look at the parable of the sower, and I'm going to read it for you guys here today, what we're actually reading about is the responses of people to the seed of the word of God. Okay, so this is an actual parable of the to the disciples and to the listeners like saying, hey, you're going to go and share this message, this good news, but not everyone's going to receive it. And in fact, like simply hearing God's word was no evidence of salvation, right? It's when we receive the word, we cultivate it, we produce fruit that we prove that, hey, like we're a follower of Christ. We've been born into God's family. And so I don't want to diminish this. That's why I'm kind of setting this up. I don't want to diminish to think like, okay, God's holy gift, beautiful, amazing servant salvation and then like compare it to like your network marketing company. But it, it does put things in perspective. And I think it's something really good that as we are building a business, hours we're prospecting, it can set us up with better expectations. And if you guys need a little bit more about expectations, head over to, oh gosh, it was episode 16 with my Papa Freedom, with my dad, Lawrence Siebold, where we talk about mileage, the acronym mileage. But let's dive in. And if you guys have a Bible, uh, I recommend you guys pull it out. We can read it here together. You can pause this right now. Otherwise, I'll just read it to you. So verse one of chapter 13 in the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, the parable of the sower. The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea and great crowds gathered about him so that he got into the boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. He told them many things in parables, saying, this is Jesus' words, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground. They did not have much soil, and they immediately sprang up, but because they had no depth of soil, but when the sun rose, they were scorched. Since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds, they fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds finally fell on, I'm adding finally, other seeds fell on good soil, produced grain, some in a hundredfold, 60, 30. He who has ears, let them hear. So this is what we're talking about. Like he was sharing like, okay, just simply hearing the word is no evidence of salvation. When we hear it, cultivate it, we produce the fruit, we show that we are being born in God's family. And so I uh, I want to share this a little bit because Jim Rohn really put it in perspective for me in network marketing. And let's look at and unpack what Jesus was saying here. First, he says the sower went out to sow. This tells me that he took action. This tells me that he took initiative. The fact that he actually was out there planting seeds, that he was out there actually doing the work because 
he was going to expect to harvest, right? We would never plant seeds if we don't expect to harvest. Like we want to create something. We want the fruit. And when you go and plant the fruit and you go do your prospecting messages, let's bring it to network marketing, we bring it to sales. You make your, you know, your calls, you set up your meetings. He says that the birds are going to get some. Now, this can look in D&D life where you invite somebody to come onto a Zoom, Zoom opportunity presentation and they don't show up. They said they'd come. You followed up with them. They confirmed even 15 minutes before. But lo and behold, Mary isn't on the Zoom. And you're like, what the heck? Like, what, what happened? The birds got to her. See, what might have happened, if possible, that 15, 10 minutes before the Zoom, she mentioned over to a friend, hey, I'm going to jump on this presentation tonight. I'm learning about network marketing. And her friend or her family member or spouse says, you're not going to do that, are you? You're not going to do that. Squawk, squawk. The birds are going to get some. And so you might be so mad. You might think, oh my gosh, Mary, the the, the birds, like I'm going to go chase the bird. I'm going to go, this, that son of a gun, that bird, I'm going to tell him something. But you can't leave the field. And Jim Rohn in the audio shared this one quote that he used anytime he kind of, you know, got in touch or kind of endured some disappointments. He learned this phrase that was so helpful for him to kind of, Ah, just like the things that he couldn't change. And it was the phrase, isn't that interesting? So write this down. The birds are going to get some. And that's not of your making. Like sometimes Mary just is not meant to show up to the meeting. She's not meant to buy the product. She's not meant to order the sample. Like it just isn't going to happen. And you just got to say, isn't that interesting? Don't leave the field to chase the birds. You got to keep on sowing. You got to keep sowing good seed. Now, the second part of this parable is some of the seed fell on rocky ground. The rocky ground didn't have much soil, right? So when it sprang up, there was no depth, right? There was no good foundation. And the first hot day, the sun scorched and because there was no root, they just withered away. Now, this might look that you sign somebody up and you know what, Bob, he's super excited, Bob went through the launch guide. Bob's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to make you a millionaire. Bob's like pumped up. He's making his list. He's sending out messages. And then all of a sudden, one day, really quickly, poof, Bob goes away. He just disappears. Sometimes I wonder if they enter the witness protection program. And you got to remember that some don't stay. You know, just because somebody gets started, just because they're enrolled, doesn't mean that they're really in. Doesn't mean that they have a good root system. Doesn't mean that they've really got in touch with their why, that they've been, you know, impassioned about this business, that they found their definiteness of purpose. Like some don't stay. And this is what you got to tell yourself when you get somebody started and you think they're going to be great. And then all of a sudden they go, poof, learn to discipline your disappointment. It's another key thing. Isn't that interesting? Learn to discipline your disappointment. Part of the thing that has helped me a bit in emotional stability, and I know that uh, my father will come on a future podcast and share about the like the law or the rule of seven. But you got to make sure that your highs aren't too high and your lows aren't too low. 
Highs mean like you don't want to be manic all the time. Nobody can be a 10 out of 10 in energy, excitement, and like think about your best day of your life. You hit the top rank in your comp plan. You got married. You know, the adrenaline, the excitement, the success, the um, the achievement. Nobody can stay at that level of manicness all the time. You would literally burn out. You want to stay around like a seven, right? But you don't want to go too far down when you're disappointed. And so you need to learn how to dis- discipline your disappointment. If I stay at a seven and I get upset, but I only allow myself to go down to a six or a five, it's really easy for me to bounce back up. Why? Because I've learned to discipline my disappointment. And truthfully, my expectations when people get started, even I've signed up, I've enrolled millionaires. I've enrolled top network marketers. And a lot of time I've, I've even helped with my team, they bring on a big um a big leader, somebody with a ton of clout. Maybe they're huge in the in the offline like business world. They have a massive network. Oh, they have a Facebook group of thousands. They have an email list. They have subscribers. Look at their Instagram page. And I always say, we'll see. We'll see. Why? Because Jesus says that some of the seed falls on rocky ground. They have no roots. They're going to wither away. The first hot day, the first time, like somebody says, boo, and they're gone. Some just don't stay. Now the sower kept on sower, sowing and he did notice in this parable that some of the seed fell on thorny ground. So as the seed grew, the thorns grew up with the seed and choked the plant. And you're probably thinking at this point, like, how much more do we have to take of this? <laughs> like, how much more do we have to go through this? Guys, the, the story is still continuing. So like, hold on here. <laughs> hold on. But this could be something like you get somebody started. Okay, Thomas gets started. You're helping Tommy. He's getting some recruits. He's building the business. He's showing up on your virtual Saturday trainings. He's coming onto the team calls. He seems really enthusiastic. He's commenting in your Facebook groups. And then slowly, you know, over some time, he starts kind of unplugging a little bit more. All of a sudden, he's missing the Monday night call. He's missing the Saturday. And like you have a big Saturday training once a month and he doesn't show. And you're like, what the heck, Tommy, you told me that you wanted to be successful. You told me that this was important. And you follow up with him. Tommy, I didn't see you at the meeting. I didn't see you on the call. I looked for your name. I didn't see you in the chat. Where were you? And Tommy's like, oh, man, you know, my garage really need cleaning. Uh, The wife is really good on me about the basement. Like we had some dust bunnies and things were really, you know, you you can't let your house get dirty. Sometimes the seed falls on thorny grounds, the thorns of life, the distractions. They're going to take somebody off course. The thorns are going to grow and they're going to choke the vision, choke the commitment to it. And you might be like done at this point. You're like, okay, birds, rocks, thorns, like how much more do I have to go? No, 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 guys. Verse eight, this is the promise. Other seeds, they fell on good soil. They produced grain. Now, in this process, we learn about the law of averages. Some of the seed produced a hundredfold, some 60-fold, some 30-fold. And this tells you guys that some of the people that you bring in, they're going to do a lot. Some are going to do a little bit, and then some are going to do even less. I always say, like, like, some will do nothing, some will do a little bit, some will do a lot. Like, it just... You just don't know. And we hear that phrase in network marketing, some will, some won't, so what? But uh, not everyone is going to put in a hundredfold. And if you're a leader, 
If you're a producer, if you're a driver, there's nothing more frustrating than having the expectation that everyone's going to be a hundredfold. Jim Rohn says in the in the uh, in his audio building your network marketing business, he goes, "I tried to make everyone do a hundred. I nearly died." No, why is it this is this the case? Why doesn't more people do sixty or seventy five or a hundredfold? Why doesn't more of the seed duplicate? Why are we seeing fruit upon fruit upon fruit? Why are we not seeing that? I don't know, guys. When you get your own planet, you can make up your own rules. But for right now, this is the way that God made it. And so I love this conversation. I love going to the word and saying, you know what? This is perspective. Here's why it's humbling. Jesus Christ, God came down. He um, embodied as a human man. So he was also God and also man. God gave his only begotten son so that anyone who believed in him could be saved. It's the ultimate sacrifice. This happened approximately 2,000 years ago. Not for just them, not just for the Jews, not just for the Gentiles, not just for people in 33 AD or 30 AD or 0 AD, whatever. It's not, it's not just for 2,000 years ago. It's for you and me today. And it puts it in perspective for me because when I'm annoyed that, especially in the beginning of my network marketing business, that somebody didn't see it or, you know, they, they didn't show up or they didn't buy or they got started and then they go poof or they got going and then they only lasted a 60 days or six months. And I'm like, what the heck? Or they got started and they didn't live up to their potential. I'm always reminded that God has the best product on the planet. Jesus started with 12. He's now multiplied to billions upon billions upon billions in his downline with a product that not only is the best product on the planet, eternal salvation, it is free and it is not saturated. (laughs) So I want to share with you guys that even though people heard God's word, it didn't necessarily mean that the seed would come to fruition So why do we expect that the seed that we sow in our business with our lotions or our potions or our antioxidants or our shampoos or essential oils or our travel business or our legal service, why do we expect anything different? Why do we have some weird, oh, I just like, just, yeah, expectation that we're going to always bat 10 out of 10. We're not going to bat 10 out of 10. And Jesus told his followers, listen, the sower went to sow. You got to keep on sowing. You got to keep going through the birds, through the rocky ground, through the thorns, and know that some is going to produce a little bit, some a little bit more, and some a lot. And then he says, he who has ears, in verse 9, let him hear. See, many will hear your message, your good news, your opportunity, your product. Few will really get it. Many hear, few listen. So let those who have ears, let those who have vision, let those who have motivation hear you and just keep sewing. Isn't that interesting? We'll see you on the next podcast, guys. Love you. God bless.